Well, welcome back to TC Braves Nation. We caught that little bit of own mic banter there. Good morning, guys. Glad to see you back. I'm Brandon Romans along with my student co-host, Matthew Willis, Abigail Robinson, and Levi Loveless. We've got a lot of special guests sitting in studio with us this morning, and I've actually got the temperature about 50 degrees for our first uh, guest up, Coach Ben Kane, boys' head soccer coach. So maybe you feel comfortable here at 50 degrees since you've been playing soccer in the wintertime. Hey, this is right at home. I, it's actually a little too warm in here, actually. We're down <laughs> about 40 and 35 and we'll be, be ready to go. Well, that's great. Well, let's talk to us about the season so far, Coach. I know you've had some success, and we want to highlight that this morning. Yeah, I mean, um, we're officially finished now. We, we played our last game this past Saturday at Caledonia. Um, we, uh, we had a lot of success this season. We got to the uh, playoffs for the first time in, in our program's history, both boys and girls. And um, it, was, it was really, really, really great to see uh, uh, us make that jump from year one, three years ago, into, into where we are now. So it's been a lot of fun. Now that soccer season's over, we can kind of reflect – on our soccer, this past soccer season. So, are there any changes you can make specifically from this past soccer season going into next year? Oh yeah, I mean, there, there's always changes you can make and adjustments you have to make um, based on whether it be players leaving, players coming in, um, and uh, teams changing. The, the this year was a different division, um, and so we have to adjust to all these things. And so, uh, for for next year, um, the, the divisions are staying the same. We have six guys leaving, but we have a bunch of kids coming up. We have um, several junior high um, players. We have a bunch of freshman players. And so uh, they have some big shoes to fill, but um, they've done a great job progressing this year and getting better to the point where it was, it was tough keeping the young guys off the field late in the season. Well, um, talking about making changes, um, are you satisfied with how this um, season went, um, making the playoffs, or is there some things that you're like, man, I wish I had done this differently, and maybe this could change the outcome, or how, how do you feel about that? I don't know if satisfied is the right word, because you, n you never want to lose, even right. if it's in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, and so, even though it was the first time us being there, and it was, it was a great feeling, it was, it was odd, it was warm weather. Mm -hmm. um, some of our guys got sunburned, it was, it was kind of cool. And from that perspective, I don't think satisfy is the right word because, you know, early in the season we had a chance to really kind of elevate ourselves into even, even, even a higher level of play um, with some games we had, probably should have won and we came up short against. And that maybe could have helped us in the division later on with some more confidence going in there. But I, I think now that the boys and the girls too, but you can talk to them later. But the boys now that they've tasted, you know what's what it takes and and uh, tasted the playoffs. I think they're going to be ready to kind of fix those things, and myself included, and we'll be able to hit the ground running next year and do it again. So, how many seniors did you have um, to leave this year? We had six, okay. six seniors, and so um, all those have been great. Um, a couple of those we played for one or two years, but um, uh, adjusted pretty quick and able to contribute on a pretty high level. So talking about the first playoff berth in school history, whatever, for soccer, what was some of the preparation leading up to the playoffs? And like, well, how was the overall like team morale, like energy, whatever, leading into it? It was high. Um, the, the, the boys knew exactly um, what it meant. Um, and of course, you know, I, I told them, you know, that, that this was a, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Um, you know, I, I came through this program, uh, I'm back in the, uh, 2013 plus the 13, and so uh, I've played it for four years. Um, there have been countless alumni who have been successful in soccer, played college ball, um, has really solid teams that just barely missed. 
And um, and but for this class to, to to kind of get over that hump, it was it was special, and the and the boys knew that. And it was it was really really positive. We had a good week of pre- preparation going into the game, and the boys were pretty confident in what they could possibly do. And um, and and it, it showed at times whenever we were on the field. And so, you know, for for next year, kind of boxing up, kind of back to Abigail's question, uh, using what we learned this year in preparation, and then adjusting for next year's too. To maybe get a little, little deeper in and you know see what happens. All right, Coach, Coach Ben Kane, TC's very own. Glad you could spend a few minutes with us after your busy schedule this morning. Absolutely, thank y'all so much. And we're back on TC Braves Nation with another special guest, as always, Athletic Director Coach Jared Robinson. Coach Rob, glad to see you back in. I know. Um, Got the temperature ready for you to go. In yes, today. sir. It's, it's good to be back with you guys. I always love stopping in on the podcast. Glad to have you. Well, I know they've got the guys have got a lot of stuff to ask you. It's a busy week. I've, I've pretty much lost track of what all's going on. So, yeah. So uh, before they dive in, I may answer some of their questions in advance. So, uh, like you said, we've got an incredibly busy next couple of weeks coming out of an incredibly busy week as we made things up. Now things are getting back to the regularly scheduled <laughs> events. So as you listen to this podcast, uh, we will be in the midst of the division basketball tournament. Uh, thankfully, our both our boys and our girls basketball teams did well enough inside the regular season in the division to secure themselves a playoff spot going into the tournament. So they're not having to play and win to get in. So the division tournament starts on a Tuesday, but we don't play until Wednesday. Again, we've secured at least a four spot, but our seating will be determined about how we do within mm-hmm. the tournament. So that'll be going on this week at Itawama Community College. Right now, the girls and the boys both play on Wednesday, the 7th of February. Uh, girls will play at 4, boys will play at 8.30, and then depending on how they do, they'll advance to Friday and either play in the consolation game or the championship game with the playoffs set to start next week, the week of February the 12th. Uh, archery starts today. Mm-hmm. Uh, got two matches this week. So they, they play at Alcorn Central to open their season on the 6th of February, and then they travel to Wheeler on the 8th. Both of those matches are on the road, obviously. Um, and then baseball and softball will kick off things in earnest next week with games that will probably wind up having to be moved around because of playoff basketball and the conflict there. But uh, anyway, we're we're about to get hot and rolling, and and I didn't even mention tennis. They're set to get going next week as well. But, again, we'll probably have to do some schedule changing because of conflict with basketball. But uh, we will keep everybody posted on our social media channels. So make sure if you follow Facebook or Meta or Twitter slash X or Instagram, we'll keep you up to date because that comes directly from our office. So there's no question about whether or not that information is accurate. I was, like you said, like I said, you answered pretty much all my questions or whatever. I was just going to ask about the, the how much success we've had with our sports so far so far this semester, and like with the girls' pops and having their meet Friday and then playoffs and everything. And, and that's something that I had uh, failed to mention. Powerlifting for girls, they'll meet in the region this Friday at Itawamba Agricultural High School, right. and the boys had their region meet this past weekend at Ripley and had several that placed, including yourself. So congratulations, Mr. Loveless. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but our winter sports had an incredibly successful season, and we've had uh, really a high level of success the last few weeks as we've come from the holiday break and then the winter slash ice break uh, back into what feels like a more routine uh, schedule because we had 36 of 40 place at FBLA in district competition a few days ago. That was on top of our girls' bowling team finishing a state runner-up at uh, Fanning Lanes and Jackson. 
the boys just missed out on a state runner-up finish by about 10 or 15 pins. I mean, they were incredibly close uh, on top of girls basketball winning the division regular season division championship for I believe the fourth consecutive year they remained undefeated in division going into the division tournament as the number one seed in the boys for the first time in coach Parsons tenure here uh, which has been four or five years probably they have secured a playoff spot and what has been one of their best seasons in mm -hmm. recent memory uh, with some really big wins some really hard fought wins some upset wins that has propelled them to this point that they've worked so hard for the last few years to get to so it's been a really successful last few weeks here at Tishomingo County. I feel like all the sports adapted well though um, after the long break and coming back we had a lot of victories after that break maybe we need to have some more of those often. Well I'm sure uh, I wouldn't argue against the break now rescheduling all that stuff that proved to be a little complicated so I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that necessarily on anybody but I, I would agree with you though I think the sports have adjusted uh, and activities for that matter have adjusted pretty well given the time that we had to be off from school and then diving right back in and some of them going right back into games not having a lot of practice time. Uh, but with that said, we've also had some beautiful weather mm -hmm. coming out of the winter ice and, and things that we had that kept us out of school for so many days. Uh, and today is one of those days. So hopefully we're, our spring sports in particular are using that time wisely to get some stuff done and get their seasons uh, ready to go because, again, they'll, they'll hit the ground running just as soon as we can iron out the playoff schedule for basketball because, again, both boys and girls have guaranteed themselves a spot. We just don't know where and who and, and those types of things. But as soon as we know that, baseball and softball and track and tennis, they will get rolling and it will be a very busy uh, mid to late February and certainly March. March is, is a soup kitchen, so to speak. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, all right, Coach Rob, thank you so much for spending some time with us out of your busy schedule this morning. Uh, I know you've got plenty of things that uh, you've got to get back with, and I'm not going to delay you any, any longer. Always glad to join the PR guys. Thank you, Coach. Well, we have another special guest in studio, Aubrey Massengill, one of our Lady Braves bowlers. So, Aubrey, glad you could come in today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and thank you for being in PR with us. So you get to do double duty today. So how does it feel being a senior and y'all got to go so far in your bowling season? It actually feels really amazing. Um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really think we did that good at State <laughs> because they went from seventh to second this year. And it being my first year, like, I was like – I'm not going to start. I'm just going to go in there and wing it when I get thrown in. But I started. I played all four games at State, which really made me really happy. That Tuesday, we got there at practice at 3 o'clock, and I was like, I was crying. I wanted to go home because I scored at 87, y'all. And scoring that at practice, no. I needed to be like 140. I wasn't at 140, though. So, Aubrey, how does it feel that you can now say that you are a state runner-up for the first time in program history? Oh, it feels amazing. I was like, I got home and I was bragging to my sister, like, I did this, you didn't. <laughs> but um, it really it really feels amazing. Um, I have a third in powerlifting, I have a second in bowling, and I'm going for a first uh, in the other two sports I have left. But playing for Coach Rod and Mr. Norville, it was really amazing. And Mr. Shane Carmen, uh, shout out to him because he really helped me a lot this year. Um, he never gave up on me. He never took me out because I had a one bad game. He's like, one bad frame ain't going to kill you. I'm like, but it is. <laughs> but I had a really good game. And just shout out to all three coaches. So what was it you said you bowled that practice before? <laughs> I bowled 87. Well, it's kind of fun that you talk about that not being good because that's like one of my best, you know. <laughs> Our best day for me is 87. For real. I can barely, like, get over 50. <laughs> well, a good day for a girl bowler, it was well, – uh, 
Kaylee Johnson, she made the All-State team really good. Um, her and Molly Kay, they've been doing it for the past two years, I think. Um, they're really good. I watch them and I'm like, I want to be as good as them. Um, I think Kaylee bowled like a 190-something. Oh, wow. So, like, an average game for a girl is like 190, 200. Um, but I, my highest on game day was a 157. I was very proud of that. But the highest I've ever scored was a 170. So, yeah, an 87 is not really good to me, Levi. <laughs> I was just saying it's better than me is what I was saying. But, yeah, uh, if I can keep it out of the gutter, I'm doing pretty yeah. good. That's what I'm saying. What made, you, what made you decide to join the bowling team or whatever? Um, um, I was friends with Eden Wood, um, and she just kept talking to me about it. And I'm like, you know, I've never tried it. But I, I signed up. When they first, like, announced it, I signed up, signed a piece of paper, and I was like, okay, I want to try it. Well, I didn't try it. But then I gave it a start my senior year, and I was like, okay, well, this is new, but I'm going to try it. You've always got to take risk, and that risk ended up winning me a state runner-up championship. So I was okay with it. That's good. That's good. I know you do uh, – you've done several sports, like bowling. You done you do uh, shot put and discus, powerlifting. So you, you had a pretty successful career, I would say, in all three. I would – Yeah, um, definitely – I had to get off topic of bowling, but yeah, um, had a very, I have an excellent career in powerlifting. Um, love it. Uh, got third at state last year. Um, made it to North Half for shop last year. So, and I throw in discus this year. So I'm really excited. So now for our Super Bowl predictions from your <laughs> PR podcast. I hope they both lose. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. But we now have a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Against the 49ers. So, Levi, what are we thinking here? Well, like I said, I don't want either one to win, but I, I want the Niners to beat the Chiefs and Taylor Swift so bad. It's not even funny. Okay, so I may sound like really stupid for asking this. Is she going to perform? No. no, 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 okay. no. Halftime performance is going to be Post Malone and Usher. Okay. And that national anthem is Reba. Okay. You didn't know who Reba is, don't you? I do. Okay, you didn't know who Toby Keeble was after. <laughs> so, I'm just playing. Okay, so Abigail, you told us about a dream about the Super Bowl. Yes, I dreamed that the the Chiefs won. Yeah, okay. So we shall see. Okay, so how, how we'll, many, but it was we'll either game. see if Abigail just had a dream or if she's a prophet or <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out. How many Taylor Swift songs do you know? Mm, I'm gonna say six. Okay, so you're not a big no. Okay, okay, no. good. Okay, we can. I know like we a can good, honor your we can honor your Super Bowl. I know now, a good so. amount, but I'm not like you know crazy. Over Taylor Swift or anything. Aubrey, what's your Super Bowl? Um, I'm going to say the Chiefs. I don't know why. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan either. I'm not a Swifty at all. But I just think the Chiefs are going to win. Okay, Matt, what you got? So I'll put in my official prediction. I think I think the 49ers win it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I just I just know. I, I think the 49ers have a better defense and their offense. They have so many great players on their team. I just don't know. It'll be a close game, but I don't think they can. So are you all the type of people that like watch the whole game like start to finish, well, or are you like me and just watch the halftime performance? So actually, I forgot to take off work, so I'll be working. Okay. Super Bowl, but well, I actually <laughs> usually go get more food and drink during the halftime performance. So dang, Matthew. Well, they're um, never good. They're never good. I'm watching the whole game. I'm watching the new commercials. I'm watching the halftime. I'm watching the whole game. Super Bowl commercials used to be so good. Now they're, I don't know, they're just not that good. Like I'm gonna be honest. Last year was the first year I ever. Watch the Super Bowl and then watch really? the halftime performance. Do you remember yeah. who won? No. I, see. I okay. couldn't even tell you played. <laughs> Which this might not apply to y'all, but I I was talking yesterday and 
what would be the better Super Bowl story? Mr. Irrelevant or Taylor Swift? And I think Mr. Irrelevant would be a better football story, but for the fans, it might be Taylor Swift. So we'll see what the NFL decides. Have y'all seen those conspiracy theories where it's like um, the Super Bowl scripted and like they already know who's going to win and all this good stuff because of Taylor Swift? This is just promoting her. Have y'all seen those conspiracy theories? I try to stay away from Taylor Swift on on social media. It's starting to get on my nerves now because it's all. If you watch a Chiefs football game, it's about five percent football, ninety five percent Taylor Swift. So every time some, somebody scores, it pans up to uh, the box, and she's up there just cheering, for, just which is great. She's supporting, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you don't like Taylor Swift. Very well, it's, not much. Much. Well, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that it's football, not a pop music concert thing. I don't know. Well, all the Swifties listening is not going to like you very much after this, well, Levi. They, they, could, they cannot like me as much as they want to. <laughs> I, I could name more than one Taylor Swift song. Does she sing? Does she the one that sings Firework? No. <laughs> That's Katy Perry. That's Katy Perry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> and I guess we'll just leave it right there for today's edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm Brandon Romans, along with my student co-host, Matthew Willis, Abigail Robinson, and Levi Loveless. And also we have Aubrey Ann Massagillo sitting across the desk with us today. So good job, guys. We'll see you back next week.